Hello everyone and welcome to the Nintendo Pipeline Podcast. I'm your guest host for today, Mina, and joining me today we got... One Up Muffin, but you can call me Jared. It's CMM, but you can call me Clay. And it's James! You know who I am. You know who he (laughs) is. Um, I'm back! It's been a while since I've been on the podcast, right? I think, uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, more or less, when that came out. Um, but I'm here, not only did they ask me to come back to to talk about sales numbers, that's what this episode's about, they told me, Mina, you have to host this. So, you know, I humbly obliged. (laughs) Well, it's because Um, you have all this knowledge packed into your head about these numbers that video games sell. Quite I'm frankly, an idiot. I, I mean, quite frankly, that might be the only knowledge I possess. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, so much information is stored about Nintendo sales. I just I don't have room for anything else. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Don't forget your name and breathing. Your wedding yeah. day is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot to talk about. So Nintendo just did their quarterly sales reports, as they do, and. Of course, this was a big one. This was the holiday season. Uh, so that's always the biggest numbers of the year. And not only did we have the holiday year in sales, we had big sales for kind of everything. But we they had a lot of new releases this quarter, right? Uh, yeah. We had Metroid Dread, Mario Party Superstars, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Big Brain Academy, Brain vs. Brain. The most important and biggest of all. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was a big quarter for Nintendo. Um, and obviously their evergreens just continued to sell as they do. And so I want to kind of talk about that. I, I, I want to talk about the new releases first. Let's, let's get into that. Okay? Yeah. Um, I started with Metroid Dread, the, first, the thing that opened the quarter. So Metroid Dread sold 2.7 million units. Now, to put that into context... That's like 100k away from being the best-selling Metroid game ever. And it did <laughs> yeah. that in three months. And that includes wow. the Primes, yeah. right? Like that's yes. not just yeah. like so, so the so, so the current best-selling game in the Metroid franchise is Metroid Prime 1 on the GameCube. It's like 2.85 or something. Um, so it, it's literally like 100k off from dethroning Metroid Prime to be the best-selling Metroid. Pro- quite frankly, it probably has reached that as we are speaking, though we're not going to find yeah. out until April, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, resounding success, I think we can say, right? I think yeah. that yeah. Metroid Dread, it's just undeniably, like, Metroid is back. Like, this is pretty... I mean, quite. I mean, to put this into perspective also, because I think, I think we have kind of... Uh, over time... We have a little, in my opinion, overcorrected into how small of a franchise Metroid is, right? Because mm-hmm. it used to have a really big perception, and then over time it's like, oh, no, but actually it's not this big of a seller, right? Um, yeah. But almost 3 million copies, that's more than Fire Emblem didn't launch. Um, that's more than Kirby has done, the, you know, uh, Kirby Star Allies, which was the second best on Kirby ever, right? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Metroid Dread is, you know, this is just an outstanding result. I think Metroid did really, really well. I have a question Mm -hmm. about Metroid. Is through 3 million, you said, is the, like, ceiling, give give or take? Is that that a ceiling that all Metroids tend to hit? 
Or are we looking no, not at even like close. substantially less on, like, say, Zero Mission or Fusion? Le- I mean, Zero Mission wasn't even a million seller. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Metro, quite frankly, Metro Prime selling almost three million was, it was kind of an anomaly for that franchise. Yeah, very much the exception. Yeah, I definitely wasn't following video game sales in ye old mm-hmm. 2003. <laughs> uh, I was barely able to follow the conversations about video games on the internet back then. Um, I mean, that's for the better. You yeah, no, it was, it was, was absolutely great. There were so many words I did not have to read. But <laughs> the, uh, so how did so what about like Prime Two and Prime Three? Or were those oh, substantially mean, less than three million? Or so so the only game that got close to three million as well was Metroid One, the NES game. No shit. Um, yeah, yeah, that is the only game that cut close to two million. That was just—it's it, basically what Metroid Dread is at. They're essentially tied, uh, Metroid One and Metroid Dread right now. So, um, so, yeah. What do you uh, what do you what do you think you chalk this up to? Do you think it's that everybody in video games is more like acclimated to the concept of a Metroid game now that indie, Metroidvanias are where indies are at largely? Uh, is it just like the the thirst was real for Metroid or what? Like honestly, I I think it's kind of all of the above, right? Like I I think the the, the Switch in particular, but uh, you know, so indies have been carrying this genre for a long time, right? And we've had some yeah. real breakout hits like Hollow Knight first and foremost, right? And yeah. those have been hits, especially on the Switch. And so the Switch audience has kind of been primed for a game like this. And I, I think that the stock of Metroid as a franchise, has kind of risen in the gaming lexicon. Like, it, 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 it kind of slowly became this, like, oh, this is this, like, long-lost, like, amazing Nintendo franchise, right? Like, these games are as good as, like, Mario and Zelda, but, like, they just don't make them anymore, right? <laughs> That's kind of the conversation has, that yeah. was being had around it has like It has, like, the prestige thing going on. It helps yeah. us. I, probably... I used to think of Mario, Zelda, and Metroid in, like, the same, like, the big three, and then Metroid totally fell off. See, to me, like, I never thought of Metroid as, like, the third pillar of Nintendo. If you want my honest take, and I know it's not theirs wholly, but to me it was always Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon. And Pokemon, yeah, and that, that's a more accurate Nintendo. assessment, um, right? Yeah. The, like, yeah. when I think of, like, the console games and, like, the, like, Super Nintendo and, like, GameCube, like, those... Right, everybody always talked mm-hmm. about Super I... Metroid, but to, to, but to me... I do get how Pokemon has just always been bigger. My, my perspective is someone who grew up with those consoles and throughout, like, this whole time period is that Metroidvania-style games always kind of skewed more toward the, like, weirdo gamer... The like the like yeah. the person who's real deep in those trenches, you know. Uh, and, and so I I would say though with Metroid Dread or or I mean not with Metroid with, with those Metroid games with those older Metroid games and the kind of the the uh, what's called reputation that it had. I wouldn't say it was the, in the big three in terms of sales. It clearly wasn't right. You look at those old yeah. them and you're like, what? But I I do think there's some fairness to Metroid did have that. In terms of prestige, though, in terms of critical reception, sure, right? Sure. I mean, I mean, Super Metroid and Metroid Prime are some of the best received games of all time. In contention, constantly in talks of like, when you see a greatest games of all time list, you are guaranteed to see Metroid Prime. You are guaranteed mm-hmm. to see Super Metroid. You know, yeah, sure. Um, and, and so I do, I do think that Metroid has always had a, a prestige to its name. Maybe not reflected in sales, right? But I, I, I do think it, it has been important to Nintendo in that sense, at least. It, it, it helped 
it helps like it, it, it helps with the narrative that Nintendo truly just does make the best games, right? Which is something they want you to think, obviously. Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, the reality is that Zelda is, if you want to talk purely sales, Zelda's hardly up there with Mario and Pokemon as well. Like Breath of the Wild is sure, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, but before Breath of the Wild, like Zelda and Mario had a pretty big gulf, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. But like they would be like the system. They're like people who like say they're in Nintendo are most likely into one of those three series, if not all like, three. Sure. And people are like, but, "Oh man, Zero Suit Samus is in Smash, and she's really good, and she's really hot. And I want to play that God. game." And then you get it, gonna... and she's in this power art now. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm really happy her. that Dread did well because Dread slaps. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm so happy for its success. Again, I I think like we should put Dread's success into context. Like it is no, it is not up there in terms of the Switch's greatest sellers, right? But again, mm-hmm. it's above Fire Emblem's launch. It's above Kirby's launch. And Kirby and Fire Emblem, you associate them as pretty big Nintendo franchises, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And so I think I think you know I think it is notable that Metroid started ahead of those games. You know, yeah. Uh, and, more than yeah, Donkey they really, Kong, they, you know. Mm-hmm. They really position. They really like advertise Dread like a huge, like their 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 pillar game of that um of that year and like. Oh yeah, I mean the other game that we're about four. to talk about did way fucking better, right? <laughs> but I yeah. do think Metro Dread was positioned as like this is our game this year, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it kind of it, it once again it goes back to that Metro has that prestige, right? But again, yeah, I, I, I mean, think this even... was just this very much a success. You know. They they even launched OLED alongside of it as kind of a like, you know, a, a look into how they see it as this prestige title mm-hmm. for the most you know yeah their most you know special hardware or, or whatever. Oh yeah 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 that that I ever even forgot about that they launched it right alongside the new model. So I yeah. mean they kind of tell you like Nintendo does see value in this franchise right. Um, yeah. And and that's great to see. I'm I'm very happy for for Metroid. Um, More than anything, I'm just happy that this really um, this really guarantees more 2D Metroid going forward. Oh yeah, and, and you know, to be fair, Sakamoto basically anyway. already confirmed that, right? It was like, hey, yeah. before the game even came out, they're just so confident in Metroid right now. That, and I guess Mercury seems to work on Metroid that they were just like, yeah, we're gonna do another one, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's very exciting. I, I'm happy. And, and I do think question to to frame it back into sales. Do you think... What, what do you think this means for Metro Prime 4? Do you feel more bullish on it? Do you feel... Uh, tell me your thoughts on Prime 4. Five million. Okay. <laughs> That's how I'm I mean, I, I think this sets an expectation. I think right? the yeah. Prime 4 is going to be bigger than this, and I think this is already really good, so I, I have high hopes for the sales of Prime y- 4, y- unless yeah, I fuck me, it up. I, I feel like Prime, this is, like, the floor for Prime 4 mm-hmm. now, yeah. right? I mean, this uh, yeah. Th- yeah. it's interesting because this game is, I, I, I'm i going to say something, I don't mean this to be detrimental to it, it's kind of a by-the-numbers 2D Metroid game. Oh, I agree, um, yeah. It has some deviations here and there from the norm, but for the most part it's a 2D, it's not a Breath of the Wild moment, no. so to speak, as yeah. much as I hate to use yeah. that phrase, it's been <laughs> it's been done, done into the ground over the past, like, five years. By the way, it's been five years since Breath of the Wild came oh out. Oh my god, I'm uh, <laughs> I, I was in college when that game uh, came out. Oh, how's it feel to age? <laughs> I hope your bones are turning to dust. But uh, I, I think 
that Metroid Prime 4, when you consider its development situation and how Nintendo kind of showed up at Bamco one day and was like, woo, 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 yikes, and yeah. gave it to Retro, uh, I have to wonder if Retro is going to give Metroid Prime, at least, it its breakout moment, you know? I, I hope so. That's the hope. And I, I, I think if that does happen, I do think the, the sky's kind of the limit for Prime 4 sales, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I am kind of bullish on Prime 4. Like, if they nail it, if it is what, like... <laughs> and, you know, it's a lot to say, right? But if, if it is that breakout moment, that breath of the wild moment for Prime 4, I could see 7, 8 million units, honestly. <laughs> sure. I, I, th- I really think that I th- Prime I thought I was being bold five. Oh no, I am I'm very bullish on Prime Four right now. To be honest with you, <laughs> I mean I didn't well, expe- I didn't yeah. expect Breath of the Wild's numbers, and I know that that was like bolstered quite a bit by the fact it was a launch, the only like worthwhile launch title for a popular new system. But Breath hey, of the oh, Breath sure. of the R was there. But Breath of the Wild's legs have been insane. Oh, I mean, I would watch. say Breath of the Wild's legs are more impressive than its initial sales. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's at three million. It's I mean, let's talk about Breath of the Wild real quick. Let's swerve a little bit. Uh, Breath of the Wild sold like another three million, uh, another four million this fiscal year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That that's is insane. Yeah. <laughs> very impressive. Uh, almost four million. I'm sorry. It was three and a half million. Uh, three and a half. Yeah. But it'll be at four by the end of the fiscal year for sure. Yeah. So every essentially, yeah. it's averaging. Like over a million per quarter, still, over a million yeah. people every single three months are picking up Breath of the Wild, and that game and, is full price. Like, and that game is still sixty dollars. Like every now and then yep. they discount it to maybe forty, forty five. <laughs> you know, right? yeah, yeah. forty five. Like the, the the game is selling at sixty dollars. It's it is like Breath of the Wild is their like third or fourth best evergreen seller. Right, and to put Breath of the Wild's success in the context, because I I, I I was talking with a good friend of mine, and she pointed out that, you know, I, I kind of forgot about this. At the first year of the Switch, like up until like twenty eighteen, Mario Odyssey actually had sold better than Breath of the Wild at first. Yeah, Mario Odyssey out the gate sold more than Breath of the Wild. Um. And and that that generally is what happens, right? Every single system, if you look at Zelda and Mario, like the equivalent Zelda and Mario game, right? The Mario game will always have sold more. Galaxy sold more than Twilight Princess. Link, uh, Mario World sold more than Link to the Past, etc., etc. Right? Yeah. Breath of the Wild has now outsold Mario Odyssey by almost three million. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Th- that's I, I attribute that a lot to just like Breath of the Wild is just amazingly strong, like word of mouth. Like my cousin just got into Breath of the Wild this year. She's had a Switch for probably like three years now, um, but she, she's loving Breath of the Wild now. And it's like this this game just keeps going around just because people always say how much they love it. And it's on every like like best game list now yeah and my sister even had a Zelda it. like that for a long time my sister's not a huge gamer well granted they bought it on the wii u but they still bought breath of the wild <laughs> awesome. because of the like the hype i, I they would have bought it on the switch if they had one at the time i imagine but mm-hmm. uh no it is kind of insane to see uh one one quick 
last quick aside about Metroid Dread before we move on forever. Oh, sure. I'm here for Sakamoto's <laughs> redemption arc. Oh, uh, me too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, other, yeah, M, yeah. other M is a fresh nightmare that I will never forget. Uh, terrible. <laughs> just awful. But I'm glad that he, he uh, landed on his feet. And Everyone's it, allowed to have a flop. You know, you know Sakamoto I, got his redemption. Mercury Steam got the redemption. Everyone involved is just, you know, redeemed. Um, mm-hmm. So we're very happy about that. Um... By the way, if, if you think it's crazy that Breath of the Wild has sold better than Mario, any Mario game on the platform, not not cutting Mario Kart, um, it Breath of the Wild. So it, just imagine, okay, so it's never sold a Mario, the same Mario game on like on the same platform. Sure, it's pretty crazy that it did that, but it has also outsold the new generation Pokemon game on the system. It, 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 not only the new generation Pokemon game on the system, the, the second best-selling Pokemon games of all time, only behind wow, yep. Pokemon Red and Blue, Breath of the Wild has sold more than that. I think Pokemon might catch up. Especially... No, 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 it won't. It won't, because, and I'll tell you why, Breath of the Wild consistently sells more than Sword and Shield every single quarter. Fair enough. I wow. didn't know Every that. single I, quarter, Breath of the Wild sells more than Sword and Shield. That's, that makes me very happy about, like, the state of video games. And that's not to say um, Sword and Shield is selling poorly. Gives me poorly. a warm, fuzzy feeling. Right, right? Sword and Shield is selling incredibly, and I want to talk about that in a second. Oh, no, no, I don't I don't mean that Pokemon's, like, no, 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 anything. I'm just no, no, happy I know. that Zelda is doing well. But I'm saying, like, it's not even to say, like, well, it's all, like, Sword and Shield has amazing legs, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that Breath of the Wild is just even more ludicrous. You know, it is consistently legs, yeah. like Smash Ultimate <laughs> and Breath of the Wild basically sell the same amount every single quarter. Yeah, I think Smash it's amazing Ultimate. that Breath of the Wild is nearly as good selling as Smash. Like that just seems that's mind blowing. Because Smash were... to me feels like so much bigger than Zelda. Yeah, you would think, right? But no, they they have been toe to toe all of this whole generation. Yeah, they are less than uh, they're like less than two million apart right now. Do you? Yep. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. Here's a question for you. Uh, there's probably, I say probably, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I don't expect a Pokemon game this November. Uh, no. I think, I think that there will be like Arceus DLC at most. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Uh, so, and Sword and Shield also has this weird distinction of being the only Pokemon, modern, or like current Pokemon game that's actually like the meta to play mm-hmm. online, like the, the, group or the diamond and pearl remakes are different rcs doesn't even have multiplayer yeah breath of the wild's about to have its sales legs chopped off this year right i actually disagree i don't think so actually really yeah i think breath of the wild 2 will do it no i think that they will sell alongside each other to be honest with you i think in fact i think in the lead up to breath of the wild 2 as we get closer to breath of the wild 2 i think uh, a, a lot more people are going to buy Breath of the Wild in preparation for Breath of the Wild 2, in fact. Yeah, um, that's something that I that I would even see, like, anecdotally when I was still working at, at, at game stores where, you know, a, a series like Call of Duty, right? Like, it would have a new game about to come out and people would kind of go in and grab the most recent one kind of in preparation for it. it has that sort of effect. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I see... For, for Zelda. That's a weird thing that I would not expect the common video game I, consumer to Oh, it's, it, but but nothing about the Switch uh, sales, software sales and Evergreens in particular is common, right? Not, all of this defies yep. logic. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, we can see that in particular, 
let's look at Mario Party, right? So Mario yeah. Party Superstars, right out the gate, has sold as well as Super Mario Party did when that came out, right? About, oh, like, almost five and a half million. It's just above what Super Mario Party did in, in its launch quarter, right? So yeah. Mario Party Superstars off to a great start, but here's the secret. Super Mario Party, which in I think all of us would agree, should not be selling any more copies, because Mario Party Superstars has come out and it's just so much better. Neither, neither <laughs> right? should be selling. Uh, well, copies. sure. Uh, uh, but Super Mario Party <laughs> is continuing to sell. Its legs have not been cut yeah. down any sort of way. Yeah. Despite the I'm release very, of Mario Party Superstars. I'm, I'm very curious to see, especially like um, next quarter, to see um, what additional... Um, and the next, you know, the next couple quarters to see how Super Mario Party continues to... Uh, stand because my my personal belief is that it and and superstars are so very differentiated from each other that there is reason to own both and they're so different that they don't cannibalize one another i I suppose but like in my brain i'm like if you're buying a mario party you should be buying superstars right but no like i've even heard some like this is again this is completely anecdotal but i've heard some people who like tried um you know superstars and found it a bit tough to get into and then kind of ended up enjoying super mario party more for their speed <laughs> granted that's anecdotal and i doubt yeah. that it's the majority of cases but i do think that they're different enough that you know well, there there's merit to each one it's like in my brain and, and this is this is me forgiving the fact that it's mario party to begin with <laughs> uh I, I wouldn't expect the newest iteration of a game like mario party to not be the best-selling one I actually am kind of curious now if that's the way it's always been. I would love to see sales numbers on the like Mario Party trilogy on the sixty four. It's like well, when three came out, know. the people just stopped buying one. I mean, I mean, I quite frankly, back then games just didn't have the legs that they did before, right? So, like, sure. I, 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 I would doubt that they. I, if I had to bet, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but if I had to bet, generally when a new Mario Party came out, that generally meant the end for the last Mario Party sales wise. Right, that's what um, I would expect. Yeah, yeah. You might not even be able to buy it in most stores. I right. Um, but again, I can't play for sure. If that's true or not? Um, yeah, but... I don't have the numbers in front of me either. But I seem to remember that even despite that, Mario Party One was still the, the best selling of the three. I mean, Mario um, Party One sold the best by far. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, so Super Mario Party though defies any sort of logic. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. let's also let's give it another. I mean, before we before we really get too crazy about it, you sure, know, we'll, we'll, we'll quarter. see next quarter. We'll see next quarter, but yeah. but you know, it's um, it's it, it's quite interesting. So it far. is impressive. <laughs> the fact that it sold seventeen and a half million units is uh, horrifying to me. Uh, <laughs> disappointing in a way, I guess. I don't know. It's, hey, it's hey. I look. I I I have soured on that game quite a bit. But I do think I, I still think Mario Party. I, I would believe Mario Party is pretty dang good. Uh. <laughs> I don't think it's good, yeah. but I think it has its place. And Superstars it's, is a good. Its game. place is over there, away from me. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, it'd be really funny, James. What is if? Uh, so I think Odyssey managed to move a little over another two million uh, so far this year, and Super Mario Party has managed to move a little over. Two and a half million Correct. this year, 
It would be um, very, very funny to me if Super Mario Party outtook Odyssey in terms so, of total numbers. So you want to see me turn into a, like an ardent Mario Odyssey fanboy? <laughs> okay, I'm going to see I'm you not, turn into Mario. That, that could that could happen. I'm that one of the happen. I'm one of those like psychopath weirdos that likes 3D World better than Odyssey. Um, I am too. Don't worry. But you could get me a cappy, dude. I, I will. I will start. I will start praising Super Mario Odyssey like no other if it means keeping it above Super Mario Party. I, I think it'll stay above it for at yeah, least. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Odyssey will yeah, stay above it, but it would be very funny. If Super like, Mario I think Super Mario really Party will keep selling, but I definitely think it will. It will slow down it, a bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, the gap. The en- gap is too Odyssey big. To also, overtake. like the gap is five million, which is small yeah, to think. Like I, the brand yeah. new three D Mario. Also, the it, it's funny because I think Odyssey. Because everything else is just doing so obnoxiously amazing, we almost kind of downplay how well Odyssey has been doing, right? But Odyssey is still the best-selling 3 Mario game by a wide margin, right? <laughs> yeah, almost yeah. double Super Mario Galaxy, which is the second best-selling 3 wow. Mario. You know, um, has continued yeah. to sell really well. And if this was any other generation, selling two million copies five four years after release would be seen as very impressive. You know, but yeah. because we are in bizarre world, and <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, it just seem it, it, it seems way less than it, impressive than it actually. Uh, but it is actually pretty freaking impressive. I mean, it doesn't um, it doesn't help much that like the Switch is kind of inundated with Mario games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, Zelda's and, not. You know, I mean, like, do you know that there's one, two, three? Four, five, six games with the name Mario that have sold another million copies in the last fiscal year. Wow. Seven, if you count Luigi in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot of Mario games, but they're all doing pretty dang well, including Mario 3D mm-hmm. World. Mario 3D World is almost at nine million units. Uh, That's which amazing. Is, it's done that within a year. Very impressive performance <laughs> for 3D World and Bowser's Fury. For like half a port. Redeemed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that game. <laughs> the, uh, Skyward Sword even outpassed uh, its original yes, um, game, yes, which Skyward, is not Skyward Sword common. has outdone its original release, which basically never well, happens. Well, so did three. Yeah. So did three D World. Looking yes, three D World the, did by a fair margin. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. almost so doubled. Also, like three D World added like more content than Skyward Sword did. That was on a more popular yeah, platform. That's fair. Sure. Uh, I agree with that. I mean, Skyward Sword also came out, like, after the Wii was essentially yeah. dead, to be fair. And I, I meant Skyward Sword was on a popular platform. Yeah, sure. Um, Mario 3D World only did 5.8 million copies on the Wii U, so it's almost doubled <laughs> what it's done on the well, Wii U. Well, that's a, that's pretty much everyone who had a Wii U. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good chunk of Wii U owners. And, but, and, you know, it's probably gonna double it, like... Within the next like six months, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's going to move to ten mil soon. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a ten million seller. By the way, so previously the record for ten million first party uh, sellers, the amount of ten, the amount of first party titles that have passed ten million, um, on a system, the previous record holder is the Nintendo, not the Nintendo, the Wii, uh, had or the Wii or DS, I don't remember. I think it was DS. It was actually. one of the two. Um, one of them has 9 and one of them has 10, 10 million sellers. The Switch now has, like, 13, if I recall correctly. 
Uh, <laughs> there, there's like at least ten or twelve on this list. It's, have... it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, it, it is absurd. The, the amount of ten minutes, and there's just so much to come, right? Like, Thirty World's gonna pass that barrier. Pokemon Arceus is gonna get there. Breath of the Wild is gonna get yeah. there. Like, when it's all said and done, these Switch is probably gonna have like twenty ten million sellers, which is double. What what the Wii and DS had? You uh, know? The, Wii, yeah. the Wii had nine and the DS had ten, by the and way. And the DS had ten. The, yeah, looking at the charts. Yeah. yeah. I, and one of those so, ten million sellers, by the way, is Luigi's Mansion 3. Just crossed eleven million units. I never yeah. thought Luigi's Mansion would become a big, big series. Yeah, I mean, on the 3DS, it obviously, it did extremely well for itself. It definitely did. I think what it ended up doing like, like over six five million mil, or something, five, or six, six million, million yeah. yeah. And I thought that was impressive, and I also believed that it would do even better on Switch. But I don't know that I saw it going to like double digit million. Oh, I mean the 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 jump it's gotten from its 3DS entry is is mind boggling. Like Luigi's Mansion is like yeah. a tentpole franchise now with that the, with the numbers it's pulling. You know how much yeah. how much did one sell? Uh, Luigi's Mansion 1 did like 2, 3 million. I don't remember what's up That's a GameCube game. It's a GameCube game. True. And then the second game did like 6 million. So it's been on the rise, but Luigi's Mansion 3 mm-hmm. just defies a lot. Like yeah. it is just, it is done so yeah. incredibly well. It's massive. Yeah, it's not, um, yeah, I guess it's not quite enough to be on this like top selling 3DS software list because it's not in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. but what's interesting is the number 10, you said it was around 6 million for Luigi's Mansion probably. Yeah. Everything. The the number uh, the number ten is also around six million. It's Tamadachi life, and now I'm like, man, yep. when they drop Tamadachi Switch, it's gonna go. Oh, wild. that thing is gonna do so well. That's gonna sell like yeah. that's gonna sell like twenty million copies, and everyone's gonna <laughs> shit their pants. I would it's not kind of be the surprised. Last, like, it's probably one of the last. I think the last major like ten million plus seller on. 3ds that does not have a. Yeah, it's equivalent. it's the only game on the top ten 3ds software. Uh, that doesn't have a sequel on Switch yet. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's I'm sure even, that is not a. Even if I'm the, sure they are pre- perfectly aware of that. Even if the I think, think Metopia was like a training for that. Well, we could talk about like Metopia now like, then. Yeah, I mean, Metopia like, was a, Metopia was a port. It outdid its 3DS version already. 1.6 million copies. Yep. Uh, good for Metopia. Yeah, and yeah. HD Switch, HD um, 3DS games look nice on the Switch, like HDified 3DS style. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, think they Metopia, kinda, like, I mean, they did a lot to Metopia to to its visuals. It, it's um, definitely not a simple port. It is definitely not a simple yeah, port. Like, yeah, they did, yeah. they put a lot of work into it, and you know, Meto- it, it paid off seemingly. Like it's doing well. Um, it'll continue to do well. These kind of games tend to have really good legs, right? Um, yeah. Like me, focused games in the past have had just really good legs. Um, so good for Metopia. Um, also, by the way, so let, let me talk about a special trio of games. Uh, <laughs> WarioWare Get It Together, uh, Big Brain Academy, and Game Builder Garage all crossed a million units. Now, Game Builder came out in June, WarioWare came out in September, so it, it took them a little bit longer. Big Brain did that immediately. It came out in December. Yeah. <laughs> it came out in December. And it immediately shot to a million copies. Um, yeah, and this these numbers, by the way, they end at the end of December. Yeah, they end so at the end of December. It hit that, it, it it hit that before the end. It, it hit that before it was out for a month. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it came out on, what, the 8th? Or something like that? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's literally like three weeks of sales, more or less. Like, That's it is, insane. Sort of, 
Do we think Big Brain's at like three million now? Oh no no, no I don't think that high. I think most of the sales okay. will be in the holiday season. Uh, but nonetheless, like, and I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be surprised come next holiday that it shows up on the million seller list again. You know, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. would not be yeah. surprised at all. Um, yeah, and, and hey, WarioWare and Game Builder, like, I don't think anyone expected those games to hit a million so quickly. No. Game Builder uh, in particular, yeah. Game Builder was like, I was not expecting that to be a million seller. At yeah, all. game. Yeah. I actually would have of those three, I would have said that WarioWare would have been the one that would have made it over the line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, just because it has name recognition, I didn't realize how many people out there liked Big Brain Academy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have? I don't know if this. Do we do we have like hard numbers on what the DS game did? Uh, uh, Big Brain um, Academy on DS was a pretty big seller, um, but nowhere near Brain Age. Uh, Brain Age oh, was wow. clearly yeah yeah yeah. Brain There's Age a... was just way above Big Brain. Academy a... Brain Age DS... would be so high if they could sell it in America. <laughs> Big Brain Academy yeah. on the DS did six million copies. There's a VG yeah. sales uh, fandom wiki, and I was no like, God. "Well, I don't know if I can trust these numbers, but they they're literally referencing install base." Which, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that's because I'm on install base right now. I'm looking at the install base. Uh, uh, so this um, this says brothers. for the for the DS and the Wii versions of Big Brain Academy, uh, the DS did six point one five million. And the Wii version did three point three million. Uh, I didn't. That's insane. Six. Yeah, Big Brain Academy did pretty well, but but it is one of those big sale that, academy, dude. What yeah. the hell? What <laughs> but if, it is one of those franchises that you would ex- you would have expected to have a big decline from the Wii and DS era, right? Because I think yeah, Wii and yeah. DS era software, you just kind of assume, okay, like uh, those games were just so specifically tied to those systems, and like. You know, like like brain training games, fitness games, stuff like that, right? Like, to, like it, it feels like those games had their moment in that generation, right? Yeah, sure. But, I think people underestimate the touch generation. But but they are replicating their success on on Switch, and I think that's very very notable. You know, Ring. I th- yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I think this is also a good sign that hey, I think if they brought back Nintendogs, I think on the Switch it would actually be yeah. a really big seller. You know? Bring back Sing. Yeah. I need more <laughs> Hotel Dusk. You know, um, another game that is not on the million seller list for this year, from what I see, but has still been doing very consistently and is also from that era, is uh, Clubhouse Games. Yeah, Clubhouse I'm, Games. I'm continues. sad that Clubhouse isn't on here. Clubhouse, Clubhouse continues has... to do really well. Uh, it, it's not yeah. obviously it's not like a million seller per year kind of deal, but I, I would yeah. I, I would bet it has. It's at like. Over yeah. three million right now. So. Yeah, yeah, but it's like not that much below this list. Yeah, I mean, that... oh, there's something I wanted to point out. Those three games, the Big Brain, the Warrior, and the Game Builder, they're they are all more popular in Japan than Metroid, which I just think is like a very, <laughs> like just like wild thing of like the exact opposite than like the rest of the world. That like Japan still like they like Metroid, but like they would rather Game Builder, WarioWare, and Brain. <laughs> I mean, and, Game Builder and in particular. Game Builder in particular is notable because the ratio is for like basically forty sixty, little actually a little more, and maybe closer to like forty five fifty five, um, from Japan to overseas. So Japan alone did a lot of heavy lifting for yeah. Game Builder Garage. That yeah. that's actually, I, I off the top of my head, I I can't tell you for sure. But off the top of my head, I think that is like the second highest ratio of Japanese to overseas sales that we've seen this gen. Uh, the highest being Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Pikmin 3 Deluxe 
Japan really carried Pikmin 3 Deluxe. <laughs> and God bless them for it. Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, it, Pikmin is kind of wild that it did so that just that crazy in Japan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, another notable thing I would say, Mario Golf Super Rush came out in June. Yes, sold mm-hmm. over two million copies. It is on pace with Mario Tennis, which seems wow, pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, Mario Tennis has basically always been way more popular than golf. So the fact that yeah. golf is having tennis aces level success that's pretty freaking impressive if i'm if i'm not mistaken is is it accurate that uh that golf super rush is currently the highest selling mario Kart oh yeah by far by far in the series yeah, yeah, yeah undoubtedly yeah. um it, it is i i i mean i, I mean even more so i i think here's a crazy stat it's done better than every mario tennis game that's not named aces Wow. You know, yeah. so so Mario yeah. so to say like Mario Golf is doing really freaking well. Uh, I should you know? play Super yeah. Rush more. I bought that shit on launch day, and I think I've played it <laughs> twice. And it's not because I, I mean, don't like it. It just came out at a really bad time. I mean, I, they've I, doubled I, the uh, content since then, right? Yeah, I yeah. usually get lost in Mario Golf games. The 3DS game, dude. Weeks. Yeah. Just <laughs> weeks. That game was like crack to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I uh, I grind Mario Golf Super Rush every month. Uh, cool for the costumes and stuff. Oh, there's costumes. God, I'm screwed. I shouldn't look. I, at yeah, I, I have a question. Why uh, why does Pokemon Snap have zero sales? In Japan? I was about so to ask not, that. I was like, did that game not, okay. not come out? What? So, new Pokemon Snap sold 2.3 million copies overseas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, the Pokemon Company publishes that game themselves. In Japan, oh, and wow. so so Nintendo only reports on things that they publish, right? Mm-hmm. And so New Pokemon Snap, they did not have involvement with uh, in Japan the Japanese release. Um, yeah, so, so, so that's why. So because the mainline Pokemon games, those games are co-published um, in Japan. Pokemon Company and Nintendo both publish those games, right? Um, yeah. Together, in uh, but the spin-offs generally the trend is the Pokemon Company. Um, and that's not always true. Like, Mr. Dungeon is published by Nintendo. It's kind of a crapshoot sometimes, but sometimes Pokemon Company just goes it alone for whatever reason. So what you're <laughs> telling me is that That's really it's, interesting. It, so it's sold more than 2.36 million? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. By, the, uh, yeah. by another, at least, I think, like, 400k, I, I want to say. Interesting. Um, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably that that, that 2.3 is, is a little misleading, for sure, because J- yeah. Japan is it, obviously a big market for Pokemon. Um, There's like an asterisk that says like this title is licensed to be sold as a Nintendo product overseas. So I just yeah I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> yeah, and now you know. know. Uh, There's that asterisk. Yeah. Generally, it just means like they didn't publish it in Japan, but they did publish it overseas. So right? that's a yeah. that's a pretty good turnout for a for a Pokemon spinoff. Yeah. Right? Oh, awesome definitely, 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 definitely. Um, I mean, Pokemon Snap in its origin was already one of the better selling uh, Pokemon spinoffs. Period. Sure. Right? Um, that was a long time ago. But that was a long time ago. But like the '64, that era of po- Pokemon was the hi- that was Pokemania, right? Sure. And so N64 Pokemon spinoffs to this day are the best-selling Pokemon spinoffs, right? Pokemon Stadium sold more than five million copies. No um, shit, and, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and, I mean, Pokemon they're, Pinball they're, Three they're could sell over than, a million. They're better. They're better selling than even the ones that came out on the handhelds, like like Pinball and. 
Well, oh, no, no, no. Well, uh, yeah, 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 actually, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Pokemon Center is the best-selling Pokemon spinoff. Like, period. that's wild, dude. Um, I, I could be corrected on that, that, but yeah. Well, is it because the N64 had such a comparatively low install? Okay, the Pokemon Pinball base. basically did the same, just a little bit less, but yeah, basically okay. the same. Interesting. Pokemon yeah. Pinball did five million. Yeah, Pokemon Pinball did five million. Why don't they make a new one? They did. It Great was question. On the Make a new well, one. I, I don't think GBA qualifies as new anymore, James. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just giving him shit. Um, I'd, uh, I'd like to point out right now, by the way, that uh, you Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe managed to move another, like, 2.28 million this yeah, year. Yes, it did. It's, it's It got, uh, if I remember correctly, at least based on... Um, yeah, so... Uh, uh, if you look on Nintendo's uh, Japanese site to look at top selling, um, you know their top ten units yeah. uh, or top ten selling games, uh, you'll see that Ring Fit's at, at the very bottom of the list, and right below it would be New Super Mario yeah, right, Bros. U Deluxe. Right below it would be New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Um, Ring Fit has pushed it out now. Ring Fit also pushed out Splatoon in the top ten. Uh, it did. Yeah. Yep. Ring, That's uh, wild. Yeah. So, oh, there's no Splatoon on here, which is actually weird. So Splatoon 2 she... does not have the kind of legs that everything else mm. does. Um, yeah. I, I imagine, obviously, Splatoon 3 also um, has something to, a little to do with that. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, so Splatoon, Splatoon obviously has been a huge, huge success this gen, right? Mm. Um, but it generally does, like, another, like, half a million to, like, 700k-ish a year. Not quite a million. Right? Was this the first time uh, it hasn't been on the top 10? I, I think this is the first time this... Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is the first time that it got it out of the top 10. Um, I mean, this is the... Uh, yeah, like... like um, Again, we have that... Luigi's Mansion, Splatoon 2, and Mario Deluxe are all games that have sold more than 10 million, but that is not enough to be a top 10 on the Switch anymore. <laughs> Yeah. No, you gotta be There's a fit. You gotta be at. a JRPG fitness game that uses a yeah, weird, yeah. two weird peripherals. I mean, starring I mean, like, a gigantic perform- like, bear is, dragon man. Isn't it? Uh, if I remember correctly, isn't it? Isn't it still pretty much the 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 best selling uh, new JRPG in recent memory? I it absolutely so, is. It is. Which it game is, is that? Uh, Ring, Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, okay. I... Sorry, I phased out when you said JRPG, but then I came back when you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, it's, I mean it's the best-selling new IP or JRPG for sure. It's also the best-selling JRPG not called Pokemon, uh, <laughs> or Kingdom Hearts or what? I don't uh, think Kingdom Hearts. No, no, no. It is not. It is outsold every Kingdom Hearts. It is basically sold every Final Fantasy except for I think seven and fourteen. Which fourteen's wow. an MMO? Do we even count that? You know, <laughs> and then. And, and like Dark Souls three and Monster in the World, if you even count those as JRPGs. Monster mm-hmm. Hunter is not a JRPG. <laughs> Dark Souls, Dark Souls is not a JRPG. Yeah. Dark, but, Dark but, Souls, you know. I would give it to you on the like most technical of definitions. <laughs> but that is to say, Ring Fit has sold more than ever, mm-hmm. almost yeah. every Final Fantasy, definitely more than every Dragon Quest, more than every like uh, Persona, every all these series. Like it's sold way more. Um, Ring Fit. Look at that best best JRPG. I mean, Pokemon obviously is number one. Finally, JRPGs are good um, and make you strong. Well, it's like we uh, um, we spoke about it briefly before the we started recording, but uh, Ring Fit and I guess to a lesser extent Game Builder Garage really carried Labo's weight, huh? Yeah, I mean Labo was a big failure, right? But that team bounced back and bounced back real quick, right? Like Ring Fit came out yeah. a year after Labo, 
a year and a half. And Game Builder did another... I mean, Game Builder basically did as much as the best-selling Labo game. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> it was a, and it was a budget title, and it was too, a, Yeah, so, good. you know... And, and that it's game also got, worth like, mentioning. I mean, the marketing for Labo, I'm sure, was way more than the marketing for Game Builder. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. sure it was more expensive, um, too. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of... Uh, there is a lot of talk um, that I don't necessarily agree with about mm-hmm. a game on this list that has sold... An insane number of copies. Um, I'm about Animal Crossing. I'm talking about Animal Crossing New Yeah, Horizons. I want to talk about that. I want to. I want to b- set the record straight. But yeah, go. Cool. Before we go on to that, uh, there's a lot. There was a lot of buzz around that game being boosted by the pandemic. Two point oh. Um, and I don't necessarily like. I think Animal Crossing New Horizons would have been the breakout moment with or without James, COVID. James, James, you, thank you. I. You th- I Wholeheartedly yeah. agree with that. Do you think Rink Fit Adventure would have been as big of a success without the need for people know. to have a way to exercise inside in a fun way? Yes and no. I feel like, because I, I do I, I think, think Rink Fit Adventure came out at the perfect time to be boosted by COVID. I think Rink Fit definitely got a boost from the pandemic. That is undeniable. There was like an undeniable demand for exercise at home because of COVID, right? Mm. However, I, I do think it's worth noting... Even before COVID, because COVID really got its start worldwide in March of 2020, right? Yeah. yeah. Even before that, though, Ring Fit came out September 2019, six months before that, and it was consistently sold out for, the, for those six months, and it, it had Fair done enough. a couple million already by that point, right? So I, I do think Ring Fit, like, was already going to do really, really well, I, but I do think the pandemic helped that game a lot in terms of like you know just undeniably people wanted to be able to exercise at home well right? and I, I think yeah i think that it it made a lot of people aware that it was an option you know? yeah yeah i mean i think it, i think it made people realize that the game exists and yeah and, it, and, and to its credit though like because the thing that annoys me about the the covid conversation the covid bump uh when it comes to ring mm. fit and animal crossing is like it's not like people picked up these games like like it, it's like COVID made these people pick up these games, right? It's that these games are really appealing, right? And are just yeah. really—they happen to be very well suited to our, to the times we're in, right? But they are fundamentally very appealing products, and I think it's unfair to just attribute their success to oh, COVID no. did it. Right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I think Animal Crossing still sells amazingly. I think it sells a little less though. Maybe a little less, but I think it still sells. I think it still ends up doing more than basically every Switch game not named Mario Kart. I really do Oh, sure, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. with that. Well, it was Animal yeah. Crossing's turn. Like, after uh, the yeah. 3DS version sold almost 15 million copies, it's like that. The next one that's yeah, on a And I think people console. don't realize that, right? Like, New Leaf yeah. on the 3DS sold... Massive. Like, 14 million copies or something, right? With uh, legs. Yeah. Like, that, it sold uh, that uh, over the course of, like, six years. And, and, and so, the, like, if that did it on 3DS, and every 3DS to Switch has just been, like, such a huge bump, right? There's been this pent-up demand for Animal Crossing. Like, yep. it, it, it was always destined to be just huge. It skipped a console. It's, and it's, our, very, anec- uh-huh. uh, it's very anecdotal, but I, I was talking to a friend, and they were like, oh, like, for the pandemic, like, I was supposed to, like, get, like, a trip for, like, a, a present. But like I couldn't go on a trip because of COVID, so I asked for a Switch and Mario and um, Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, COVID and uh, has just helped the platform in general, right? Like, I think, I think the demand for the Switch has risen. 
it's kind, kind of ironic, right? Like the the hybrid console, the one that's a big deal is you the can one that you can take it on the go. You can take <laughs> you it wherever want... you want to go, but you can't go anywhere because you're gonna. Get I think the, the I think it still works so well in like a house of like multiple people. Oh, it absolutely I think I, does. Yeah, when you think like, oh, everyone's stuck at home and we only have one, two, maybe three TVs, and we have yeah. four or five people in the house, right? Um, yeah. Suddenly. People having their own screen to do things is a very enticing proposition. Well, even right? with, even even without multiple people in a house, if you work from home and you're sitting at a computer desk and you just have your Switch sitting there on the side, being like, "Oh, oh yeah, it's just it's a very convenient console." <laughs> I mean, even bef- even without accounting for COVID, like I think our lifestyles, society, right, is just trending more in the direction where convenience kind of trumps all. Right. Yeah. Right. And, sure. Yeah. And so the switch is just a a product that makes sense for the times that we're living in. You know, like it, it is just like a very smart product. Um, you can play your Animal Crossings. You can play your Mario's. You can work yeah. out. You can do it. You anything. can play Skyrim. You can do if it you, all. If you really want to, for some <laughs> reason, in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty-two, you can play Todd Howard's Greatest Mistake. Now, there's three games I haven't talked about yet um, before we yeah. move on to f- the final topic, which is hardware. Most people put hardware at the top. I don't think that that's the most important story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't either. No, it's um, the yeah. least interesting by far. Yeah, it is the least interesting. Because yeah. I, care yeah. what I, people, talk- I care what people are playing, not what they're playing mm-hmm. at all. Right. Yeah. But we will touch yeah. on it. Uh, don't worry. If that's what you care about, we're almost <laughs> there. Um there's a, there's a certain elephant in the room. But there there is a certain elephant in the room. <laughs> and so I want to about these three games. So Animal Crossing first and foremost. So right. there has been this idea that has been I've seen it on forums, I've seen it on Discord, I've seen it in our Discord. <laughs> that Animal Crossing we won't name names. has poor legs. Right? What? I I I, yeah, yeah. I have seen this idea quite a bit. Oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, like uh, you know, Animal Crossing, it had this huge start, but it just feels like Nintendo hasn't been able to capitalize, you know, and it's, it's led to a lot of missed potential with Animal Crossing. Hasn't it, like, right? doubled since launch? If, if, if Animal Crossing has poor legs, it has sold another 5 million copies this fiscal year, <laughs> right? That is more than every other game they released this fiscal year, except for Pokemon Diamond Brilliant, uh, uh, besides BDSP and Mario Party Superstars. And has done more than Smash Ultimate, which has amazing legs, more than Breath of the Wild, which we established has amazing legs, Sword and Shield, etc. Like, it, it has done better than all these games. Advertising is the second biggest game on the Switch and continues to be the second biggest game on the Switch. You know? I, I think it's worth mentioning that... Uh... So the third bestseller on Switch right now is is Smash Ultimate, and the difference in units between the two of them, with Animal Crossing in second, is roughly ten million. So it's not exactly like it's it's not like it's exactly like in contention. And it came out like a year and a half after Smash. Yeah, it came out after Smash did, and it had significantly Uh, less like of a consistent post-launch hype cycle. If anything, the post-launch cycle for Animal Crossing was a lot of disappointment from the people playing Animal Crossing. I know? mean, in the last nine months, Animal Crossing has sold about, like, a third, more than a third of Animal Crossing New Leaf's lifetime sales. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I actually had some anecdote, because I don't hang out in the sales channels, but uh-huh. I, would, I would find that pretty funny. 
Yeah, um, that is that is it, it's absurd. Like I don't. I mean, what what do these people track. expect? The, the the switch. I know you said you're going to talk about hardware soon, but the switch just recently crossed a hundred million, right? Yes, it did. I mean, we'll like, talk about that, that means I, that means I, that like forty percent of the people that own the console own Animal own Crossing. Own Animal Crossing, correct? And that is just a yeah. ridiculous attachment. Right? Animal you know? Crossing. It's not a Mario game. Forty <laughs> percent of the people that own this console own Animal Crossing. And so I think I would firmly say that Animal Crossing is basically number two to Mario Kart in terms of their most important franchises. You know? Like, yeah. Animal Crossing is just that big of a deal. Um, hey, that's insane. It's like Animal Crossing may as well be, like... I mean, I'm not saying it should be the face of Nintendo, but, like, we were talking earlier about Mario, Zelda, and Metroid. Let's have a conversation mm-hmm. about Mario, Animal Crossing... Pokemon and Splatoon, you know, like <laughs> yeah, it's kind of um, wild. I assume it, it's crazy. It is very crazy. I assume the next one you're going to talk about is the uh, actual elephant in the room, <laughs> the the forty three well, million. <laughs> yeah. Before uh, before before we before we go to that though, uh, I, I just I do want to mention, um, yeah, obviously I'm I'm sure that that two and Happy Home Paradise helped on some level and i think they will continue to help this game's uh legs but they are not the only reason why that game oh no no that game would have legs no matter what like no no yeah i i believe that because Mm. it was almost what what like a year more than a year and a half it was like a year and seven months before it got a substantial content update yeah, yeah. That, and that's what I was saying. Really well, and that's like, what I was saying. Like for it to be ten million units ahead of Smash Brothers, a game that for three solid years had uh, DLC consistently coming out. And that's DLC, like, right? Months. Like high budget marketing continuously, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> Game know? Awards reveals, like, like, Seth, like Sephiroth. <laughs> People just don't want to fight anymore. We just they, want to be friends. They were spending a lot of money. Promoting Smash Brothers for three continuous years, and Animal Crossing is something more than, than that game. You know, yeah. It, like, like, I don't, I don't Still, know what people. I don't know what people game. want from yeah. it. Like, did they expect it to sell another like twenty five million units? This I don't year? know. Like, like, there's this absurd idea that, that there's there's missed opportunity with Animal Crossing, and I just I I fail to see how a thirty seven like Animal Crossing Horizons is going to end up being. Uh, the best selling new release this generation. It's gonna pass Red Dead Redemption two, like it's passed basically every Call of Duty this gen. It, you know, <laughs> like, like the only games that are sold better are games that came out last gen, like GTA five and it's, Minecraft. It's gaining on Mario Kart. Yeah, <laughs> but but let's talk about yeah. Mario Kart. Mario Kart has basically sold <laughs> once again in nine months has sold what it essentially did lifetime on the Wii U. So yeah, I want to I want to I want to talk about that real quick. We joked about how 3D World is almost double what the Wii U version was. Uh-huh. The Wii U yeah. version of Mario Kart Eight is versus 8 the Switch version, you're looking at almost a nine, a different like yeah. by a factor of nine. There, like, there's one caveat though, is that they advertise they they sell those like Switch like bundles with Mario Kart all the what? time, and those no 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 no, no 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 it is not all the time. They only sell that bundle. On Black Friday weekend. Oh, is that only that? Yeah, that, that is bundle. only Black Friday weekend. <laughs> that is three days out of 365. <laughs> like, 
There's and no that, Mario Kart does not get an asterisk. Okay. And if you Mario if you Kart. want something wild, that <laughs> that box with the Mario Kart included on it, that bundle actually sells pretty well. Like, oh, that set, bundle like, sells so well. Like it, on it eBay, sells out immediately. It, it's, uh, yeah, and it sells more. It sells for more than like a Switch plus the game. That's how like hard it is to find that box if people want That's it. Amazing. Uh, uh, that is so stupid. That is so stupid. Like, I've seen, yeah, like I've so seen it. it is, I'm just like I don't it's understand. Forty three million units. Okay, wow. it is going to sell fifty million units at a minimum. It is past Mario Kart Wii, which everyone thought was impossible. Right, Mario Kart yep. Wii was going to be forever and ever. The peak of the franchise in terms of sales, right? And Mario Kart is not yeah. only has passed that, but it's gonna blow past that. Right? Well, it's already it is already yeah, it has sold more than Pokemon than um, Super Mario Brothers, the NES Super Mario Brothers. So Mario Kart Deluxe yeah. is Nintendo's best selling single release outside of Wii Sports ever. Wow. And, yeah. and it continues like, to because... sell. It continues to sell. It's not stopping. It's not like it is their second yeah. best selling game. This year, period. Like, I, would just, <laughs> I would just like to take a moment and be thankful that Mario Kart Wii is no longer the best-selling Mario Kart. <laughs> Taste finally won. We finally <laughs> defeated I, it. I wanted to like just touch on that for a second. Just like Mario Kart's continued popularity. It's just like... It's the perfect mix of everybody fucking knows how to play Mario Kart. And they're also really fun games. Yeah, anybody. I think it's can like a hard it. balance to strike. Do you well, it's, know it's just one of those nasty? games that anyone can play, and do, any anyone do, can do nasty. well. Do you, do you want to know something nasty? Give me the nasty. Yeah, yeah. It is only two million copies away from selling more than Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow combined. <laughs> yeah. Not even Red and Blue. You throw in Yellow. And then it will still yeah. sell more than those games. <laughs> uh, it's also just fun to mention uh, that uh, if you combine Wii U sales, uh, we are over fifty million. Oh yeah, yeah. If you if you include the Wii U version, it has passed the fifty million mark. Like it is. Well, and then as a as a quick aside, just to throw this out there because we kind of got lost in the in the in the the mix. You mentioned Pokemon Red, Blue, and uh, Yellow. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee moved another million <laughs> units this it year. moved another million <laughs> units three that, years after release. Not just three years after release. And uh, yeah, two after Sword and Shield Pokemon. have come out, after Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl have come out, like, it still pushed another million copies. I understand that the next game you're probably going to want to talk about is, uh, is Diamond Pokemon? and Pearl. Yeah. Yes. And Diamond and Pearl are going to overtake let's go it's very close oh diamond already. and pearl in a month and a half it probably are already just, <laughs> are are just 400k away okay from passing. yeah they already uh, have passed it. Or no, no not 400 uh 40 yeah yeah no yeah 400k it is 400k away from passing let's go it is definitely passed it by now so this is the by far the best opening that a pokemon remake has had Easily, it is and going it's so to so funny because there's so much doom about it. In, in a month and a half, it has sold more than Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Bless. <laughs> it, it, 
It is going to outsell Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, which is the best-selling Pokemon remake. It is literally like half a million away from sell- outselling uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Uh, <laughs> like, less than half a million, actually. And, quite frankly, it's probably going to become... So, because right now, all all the new generations of Pokemon are... are Those are the best-selling Pokemon games. So there's never been a remake or spin-off or anything that has sold better than the worst-selling new generation of Pokemon. Sure. Right? Which is Pokemon Black and White. Yep. This game is going to pass Black and White. <laughs> this game is going That's to pass wild. Pokemon Black and do, White. Do you think oh. that the Diamond and Pearl have a risk of having their legs cut off by Arceus, or do you think it doesn't matter? No! No, because no. I think I think mm-hmm. the fact that you pointed out Let's Go proves that point entirely, right? I think right, that the Pokemon sure. games this generation have just done a really good job differentiating themselves. Sword and Shield, yep. Let's Go, BDSP, and now Arceus just offer so fundamentally different experiences, right? They're just yep. so different that I think that there's continued appeal. Like, I think the fact that Let's Go is continuous selling says it all. Like, I think BDSP will have better legs than Let's Go did. You know? Ab- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Let's um, Go had really good legs, quite frankly. Absurdly good legs. It should not have had that good legs than it did. <laughs> right. Know? I mean, it's still in the top 10 best selling. Uh, yeah. Which, that's actually kind of a trend. If you look at the other console, the handhelds at least, Pokemon is a pretty oh, consistent Pokemon presence in ends the top up 10. being, in all of their handhelds, Pokemon takes up two, three, sometimes even four slots in the that th- top 10. The 3DS has four. All has four slots. X, Y, Ultra, all all the mainline 3DS Pokemon games. Though, in fairness, Let's Go will probably be pushed out by Mm -hmm. uh, Ring Fit. Um, Yeah, uh, I think so. But, but, I say that, but then immediately goddamn Arceus is going to be back on that top. (laughs) Because Arceus already sold, like, what, almost 7 million units? It is is very relevant. That game um, came out a week ago. Sword yeah. and Shield in a week sold six and a half million copies. The previous best-selling first week for a Pokemon game was six million. It has sold half a million more in the first week than any other Pokemon game. The previous record holder, by the way, was Sword and Shield and BDSP tied, which is so stupid. Uh, <laughs> I think Arceus really just gave it like a kick in the ass. Arceus... Like... Like we'll it, talk about RCS like pretty it, soon. Yeah, like, I'm RCS getting the game this week. Just I'm excited. Off to an amazing start. Good for RCS. Yeah, um, good for that game. I'm glad it's doing well. I mean, this is. We are now like. I mean, and, and you know, speaking of Pokemon sales, like I don't know if you guys saw, but the NPD for the for 2021 recently released, like a few weeks back, maybe two weeks ago. I think no, 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 a little longer, like three, four weeks ago, right? Um. But 2021, uh, Matt Piscatella tweeted this out. It was the gr- highest level of Pokemon dollar sales that the NPD has ever tracked. Like, as yeah, a franchise. That's extremely significant. So are we living in Pokemania version 2.0? We, we, we are currently living in Pokemania <laughs> version 2, yes. Like, this is, like, we are... Pokemon is now seeing heights that it has not seen since the Game Boy. Wow. It, it, it's, it's so funny to me, like, Pokemon is one of the very few franchises in any medium that I've ever seen such a disparate, like, uh, uh, feeling 
between how the games do and how the super fans react to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The, the gulf between how people online seem to expect Pokemon to be received versus how it's actually received, it, it could not be any different. Oh, I mean, we kind of glossed over it, but Sword and Shield has just been such an amazing success this gen, right? Again, it is the second best-selling Pokemon in the new generation. It, it, it has outsold gold and silver, which, you know, yep. again, Game Boy was the height of Pokemania, right? Um, Sword and Shield, and, and to me that points that, hey, like, you don't have that good legs without some level of good word of mouth, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I absolutely yeah. agree with that. Like, I... I, I... <laughs> As much as it pains me to say this deep inside my soul, I am somewhat empathetic to the concerns and complaints of the people that complain about Pokemon online. It's it's very hard to ever want to agree with them because they are obnoxious and extremely difficult to deal with on a human level. But it... You... I, I can't get over this idea that these games are just, like, the worst thing ever made. Like, embarrassments <laughs> to the craft. And, and like, that's how they expect everybody to see these games when it moves just, 24 it, it, million units. In two yeah, years. like, that is just not the public perception of these games, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the games are just really, 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 really popular. Um, and, but to Game Freak's credit, like, Pokemon is seeing the heights of its success right now. And yet, they just released a game that is the biggest shakeup that the franchise has seen in years, right? Um, so yeah. I, I don't think that the Game Freak's resting on their laurels, if that was the concern, right? Because I'm someone who likes Sword and Shield. I like it a lot, in fact, James. I know you agree with me. Um, I don't... Well, I don't think that the issue has ever been... Well, maybe it has been to a certain extent that they're rest, quote-unquote resting but I, on I, their laurels. The complaints I see are more that they're just not putting the amount of effort and time and money and care into the games that they can afford to, which is, which is something I do understand. I understand where that complaint comes from, but But I also have to wonder wonder if like, what are their goals? You know, maybe their Uh goal is to just make a simple JRPG that kids can enjoy and that adults can enjoy too. If they, you know, kind of bring themselves down to like not like bring their expectations down to that of a kid's game mm-hmm. like i don't know how big of a company game freak is maybe they're a smaller team of people than the like i don't necessarily need pokemon to be like an ubisoft game you know oh no and, <laughs> where, where like funny, thousands we, of people we... are working on it all across the world Right. I, I mean, and I think there's an interesting dichotomy there, right? Where we're like, I think we all agree that, like, the, the trends that the industry has been going in with, like, these ballooning budgets and this focus on, on production values and this and that have been a detriment to development teams. Awada right? was right, man. Awada said it back <laughs> when the Wii came out. The, the, and that, that was tw- going on 20 years ago at this point. Yeah. The, it was yeah. like, we didn't want to get in this graphics arm race i'm paraphrasing here because eventually it's going to get to the point where it becomes detrimental to the people making the video games and i think we're yeah. we were at that point now oh absolutely and, i mean we're past that line in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah and yeah we are if uh if game freak wants to make a i mean i i hope 
to God they're not like crunching themselves to death to get these games out. Maybe they are. I don't. I don't know. And if they right. are, that's terrible. And I would not be surprised if they are because that's just how this business works. Right. And it's awful. And I, I would prefer them to have more time to comfortably make the game that they want to make. Uh, but I just I don't need them to pour like four or five years into a game that they make that's like grand in scale or whatever. I'm. Mm-hmm. I would be happy with a pixel Pokemon game that looked like black and white, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Granted, that might be more difficult because sprites are hard to make and there's like a thousand Pokemon now. So, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it would be pretty dang hard. But, <laughs> but yeah. I think I most know. people it, it, agree is the thing. 24 yeah, it, million people bought the damn thing in two uh, Yeah, I, I, but I, I think underlying the main point here, I, I do think, like, Sword and Shield, like, I, I, clearly it was good enough for most people, right? And yeah. I, I, it's cool yeah. to see that it do that well, in my opinion. Um, Alright, that's enough about software. Software did well, very wait. fucking well. Yeah, you have any closing thoughts One on that? One thing. Yeah? One thing before we move on. Uh, this is back to Mario Kart for a second, but I want to put an evil question out, okay. out here. Um, and what I want to know, and I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know how this would be, I mean, this would be Nintendo's, like, internal numbers, but I'm genuinely curious to see if there is any sort of trackable uptick in Mario Kart 8's, uh, 8 Deluxe's performance, even if minor, uh, since the launch of Mario Kart Tour. Well... I, I, it obviously I does not. I think there's definitely there could definitely be some sort of um, tie there, but I think more yeah. so um, it is that Mario Kart. Generally, the better that the Switch does in any given year, the better Mario Kart does, right? Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I, I definitely, I definitely don't necessarily think that there's like some like massive like what well, you know I, uptick. Well, but I'm but curious think, as to what impact there is. What impact that does have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I do think yeah. if we were to attribute the success of a lot of these games to a single game, I do think that would be Animal Crossing, though. I, I, I do kind of think there's yeah. a Animal Crossing effect going on. I think part of the reason that Pokemon is doing better, the reason that BDSP did so freaking well, right, is I think Pokemon is a game that more naturally um, is attractive to the Animal Cro- the, the new audience that Animal Crossing brought in, right? I mm, think Mario yeah. Kart is like that. I think Mario Party Superstars is like that, right? Um... Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of games in that vein that I think had Animal Crossing not come out, I think these games would not be seen as much. I think they would still be doing very well, but I, I do think that the Animal Crossing has brought in an audience of people that that likes these kinds of games, though. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you bring in a significant, you know, number of um, people new to the ecosystem every year, and evergreens in general are going to flourish. Because, you know, that's what they are. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Especially the ones that are easily accessible. Mm-hmm. So like let's what... talk about how well this hardware did. Okay? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the biggest headline when it comes to hardware sales is that it they are missing projections. Right? Yeah. They are dropping it by, I think the previous forecast was 24 and yeah. now it is 23. So they're cutting their forecast by 1 million. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, however, they did want to make clear that they believe that the cause for that is the lack of supply. 
Um, yeah. The they they have said that particularly in North, in North America, which keep in mind North America is Nintendo's biggest market by far, right? Yep. Um, there has been a lot of scarcity because of delays in production and distribution uh, since Black Friday. Uh, is what they said. Um, yeah. So Nintendo themselves are blaming supply issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but despite that, and I think it's so, so funny because like the headline is oh big drop in sales or whatever, right? Uh, like twenty percent decrease year over year or whatever, right? It is still their second biggest year for Switch hardware. I mean, wow. honestly, wake up, sheeple. This is just a smoke screen for the incoming <laughs> Switch Pro announcement. It is definitely going to happen. Definitely on the way. Any so I can't, I can't even say that with a straight face. I, I, I do think it's also... Clay's going to uh, kill me. Also <laughs> worth noting that uh, they upward projected their software yes, numbers yes, by I was gonna, 20 I was million. That. Yeah, um, so despite them uh, downcasting their hardware by a million... They upped their software fo- forecast by twenty million. Uh, expect- they were previously expecting, so I think, what was it two hundred million units of software, and uh, they're now forecasting two hundred and twenty. Um, I might have got those yeah. numbers wrong, but I'm I th- I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, I believe that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. that must mean they're um, announcing Mario Kart ten. 20 oh, million. Yeah, that's where those 20 million that's units those, come that's from. That's what those extra <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. They, just made that up. <laughs> and they say it's because software has just been doing well above their expectations um and so even like their profit forecasts are not changed very much as far as i could tell um they're, they're still expecting to sell to have a certain amount of revenue uh, so they they despite the decrease in hardware sales again and this is still their second biggest year ever this is what year five this was year five of the switch yeah a system uh, having its second best year, year in year, year five f- or I guess year four. four. Yeah, we're starting 19, year five. 20. No, 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 21 was fifth year. I did, yeah, because 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Oh, yeah, good point. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't that was its fifth year. <laughs> I can't either. So, in its fifth year, it had its second best year ever. I mean, I, I can't tell you if that's true for other platforms, but I can damn well tell you for Nintendo platforms, fuck no. That has oh, never yeah. happened before. No, Nintendo, Nintendo platforms. Falls off. Uh, by year five, Nintendo platforms look... Very sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like what we were talking about earlier. By 2011, the Wii, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Skyward Sword I mean... came out on a more popular console than uh, 3D World did. But five years into the Wii, mm, there wasn't a lot I mean, coming out. 2011, that was year five of the Wii. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. The, yeah. the, Wii was, like, the Wii was sad towards so, so the end. They, can you, because I have also seen people being like, oh, is the Switch going to have, like, Wii level, like, drop-off? And the I answer mean, is clearly no. no. The answer is clearly no. Like, it is selling more than the Wii ever has, like, in its fifth year. You know, it has now outsold the Wii, and it is not stopping anytime soon. Well, like, I mean, the Switch is behind the Wii, and by, by year five of the Wii, we had a Rhythm Heaven game. <laughs> true. <laughs> and, a, and, and two Wii sports games. True, true. Um... And it's worth noting. So they're still forecasting 23 million units, right? That is going to be their third consecutive year of being above 20 million units with Which demand not slowing down. Put them damn and, near 130 million if they hit it by the end uh, of the year. But here's the kicker. PS, we all agree PS4 was a massive success, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the PS4... Sales-wise. 
Yeah, yeah, sales wise. <laughs> uh, the PS4's peak year is twenty point zero million units. <laughs> wow. the, the the Switch is going to have three consecutive years where not only outdoes that, outdoes the singular peak year of this PS4. Three consecutive years of doing that, and in some cases doing well above that. Even this year is going to be three million units above PS4's peak year. See, this is why I'm glad we brought you. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't have any room in my head for that kind of knowledge, but it's funny to know. Yeah, uh, it is. It I, is definitely funny to know. It, it, and I want I want to be be clear. Like it, it I know that four uh, four people hanging out in a, a Discord call recording a podcast about how well a big corporations video <laughs> games have sold. We probably sound like sycophants. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I want to be clear, at least on my part, I just find this interesting based on what where the culture of this the video mm. games is leaning. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not saying, like, I, yay, big company makes more yeah, money. Yeah, I, I, I don't want it to come off like that. I just think it's extremely interesting to know how things are well, doing. You know, and how, and how I, the things that I like are doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, with I, games, I'm it's like, okay, if, if game I like now. does m- more money, then I can get more games I like. Yeah, exactly. Like, Metroid selling well means I might get another Metroid game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, how I, like, that's why I think the numbers are important. Hey, hey, hey. To be clear, though, you know, I don't think you have any explaining to do, because if you made it an hour and 20 minutes into a sales podcast, <laughs> I think you're pretty dang interested. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. um, NES underscore cut that out and put it at the beginning so they know I'm not a... <laughs> nerd please uh, the, the uh, thing i find most interesting about the hardware numbers looking at them um uh-huh. it's actually kind of about the overall hardware numbers versus the overall software numbers is you're looking at a attachment rate of almost eight games uh, it is oh it's crazy nintendo software nintendo system having this kind of attach rate is like unheard of like, yeah mm-hmm. if you compare it to even the 3ds or God forbid the Wii. Um, I, I mean, mean the, the, Wii, the, the Wii is actually, uh, I think, their highest attach rate. It's that, that is interesting. Game. I didn't expect the Wii's attach rate to be that good. I expected all the like ninety-year-olds that owned it just for Wii Sports, <laughs> uh, just because they could move their arms to play tennis, would drag that down. But 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 I think the difference between Wii and Switch in that regard, because Wii has had had a really good attach rate, but it was all concentrated in titles that had Mario or Wii in the name, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas with the Switch, like, you look at that top ten, like, sure, it's got a lot of Pokemon now, but it's a pretty varied list, right? Like, well, uh, you know, again, su- Splatoon is over 10 million, Ring Fit is above 10 million, you know, Luigi's Mansion, like, like, uh, you know, it, it, Animal Crossing, like, all these franchises are doing better than they ever have before. And so it, it, the, the the success of the Switch is kind of spread out in a lot of different directions, which I find very fascinating. Well, what's also interesting about it is I feel like it actually is doing a better job of, like, uh, achieving what the, they set out to do with the Wii. Yes. Uh, because the Wii was always about, like, they talk about the quote-unquote blue ocean. You know, the, the people that don't play video games, uh, generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, they were trying to hook those people and turn them into people that do play video games. Uh, which they did... I don't think they achieved that uh, as well as they wanted to. Or no. at least... If they, I mean, if they did, they failed moving into the Wii U and the 3DS because both of those mm-hmm. systems were down uh, pretty, sub- 
Well, I mean, the, the 3DS less so, but still, the 3DS I mean, still, only the 3DS sold about half. Big, yeah, it was still a 50% decline. Yeah, right? yeah, like, it wasn't as yeah. devastating as the Wii U, but, but it was a but like, big so, whereas, whereas the Wii, I think the Wii, like, there was a lot of interest in all the titles that had Wii in the name, right? Uh, which is a very temporary thing. Whereas this game, like, if you become a fan of Animal Crossing, if you become a fan of Smash Brothers, Zelda, what, what have you, right... These are things that are going to hook you in long term, right? Uh, these are games that are not just like one-off experiences, right? And I like, don't get me wrong, there's no disrespect to those Wii games. I like those games mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I think they're some of the best games ever made, quite frankly, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I do think like the kind of software that Switch is selling, it is selling lots of casual software like Ring Fit, right? But even games like Ring Fit and Animal Crossing, which are uh, skew and uh, Hell Minecraft, um, these are things that skew more all uh, all audiences, right? But I think those games do a better job of hooking people into the continued Nintendo ecosystem than the Wii titles did. Well, they, they certainly do a better job of introducing someone to video games yes. uh, than Wii mm-hmm. Sports did. Which, I mean, by the way, on that note, so they had a very interesting statistic on this page that I think is very much worth pointing out. Because... I, the general perception is we fell off a cliff, right? And so generally, if you if you were someone who bought a Wii in the first one, first, second, or third year, by year five, you just weren't using it anymore, right? Sure. Um, they said that this year, 2021, well, last year, I should say, from January to December, they had oh, 98 yes. million annual users. And so that's... And gonna... You can say annual users is a silly statistic, like someone who used it at least once throughout the year. Right, but what that yeah. does indicate is that you know, hey, b- basically the entire fucking install base has yeah, used their switch engaged. at some point in the last twelve months. Yeah, which is amazing. They're yeah. they're not just like letting this thing dust. Well, yeah, they, it's was, not. Was, they're not just buying this for boom blocks th- and th- Wii Sports. This, yeah, no, like this is a system that has just continued interest, and even if you bought it in twenty seventeen, in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, you are still finding reason to use this system mm-hmm. and i can guarantee you that that has never been the case for a nintendo system before no right yeah i i wanted to bring up that that number as well because especially when you look at that number which is 98 million plus next to uh hardware sales worldwide which is at what 103, 103. Point something yeah that is that is a very high number for for annual for an annual playing users I mean, like again, that is a that, very highly engaged uh, ecosystem. Yeah, like like the, yeah, engage is a perfect word. There's a very high level of engagement with the Switch ecosystem um, that is just unprecedented for a Nintendo system in particular. And you got to factor in all the like weirdos like us who probably have more than one of them. Oh sure, that, but like I, that I would don't argue even that, 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 well that, that's what I'm saying. That makes that yeah. number even more impressive because I have two Switches and one of them doesn't connect <laughs> to the internet for reasons. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. they don't they don't know that i'm using that one and they don't need to know yeah or like even people who have sold switches even like if you think about people who have gotten rid of of systems and maybe someone else picked them up and maybe someone else didn't but you even even with all those factors at play you still have a a user base that has that has played games on your system in the past year that's as high as 98 million out of 103 million I mean, basically, a hundred million people are playing their Switch at least once a, a, in the year. You know, 
That, that's yeah. just so impressive. That is just a really, really impressive statistic. And I think points to, like... Because I think there's been a lot to be, that has been said on can the Switch maintain this momentum going into a successor, right? Because we all love to yeah. point out the drop between Wii and Wii U, mm-hmm. the drop from DS to 3DS, right? But the fact that this is... It, that they have a very clear, like, hey... People are still using this fucking system. People are still buying software. People are still doing this and that. I think that I think that bodes really well for Nintendo's future prospects in as hardware. Is they don't do something stupid, yeah. like name it the like the like the the I I don't even know like the Switch it, like, I the Six Switch or something like that. You know, like <laughs> like what is a 3ds? Like Switch OLED Plus. Yeah, I the the new Super Switch Nine. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Fur, Furukawa seems to me like a businessman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he kind of keeps his mouth shut. He doesn't put himself out there like Awada did. He seems to work very much behind the scenes. I I, I get the. This is based off of literally nothing but how well the Switch is done. <laughs> I get the vibe that that man seems to know what he's doing. Yeah, I, I mean... You know? And th- this is something that he specifically talked about, right? Was that we want to make sure that we are sustaining an audience going into our next generation platform. That is... I'm paraphrasing him, but he literally said that, right? Like, they understand the importance of not just... Ha- having this great success right now but maintaining that success i didn't know that he said that but that does not surprise me based off the vibes i get from him uh whenever Uh i've read the words that he has said uh yeah yeah. so so that actually gives me a lot of hope that we're going to get a backward compatible switch 2 I mean, I think a, a lot of people fingers crossed. It's gonna play it's all the games. It's gonna play them better. I just want the Switch Two to be what the PS Five is to the PS Four and the Series Agreed. X is to the X Bone. Just yeah. wholeheartedly yeah. That agree. That's all and I, I think want. A lo- I, I think a lot of people interpreted that that sentence that he said in the same way, and I would be inclined to agree. Like that's kind of my read on their future plans as well. Um, it, the fact yeah. that the CEO and president of the company is saying these things, I think, is very encouraging for what this means for the Switch like platform going forward. Like, I do think and really do hope that, like you said, it is like a PS4 to PS5, like an Xbox One to Xbox Series X, right? Of just this, like, it's the same thing but better, and we like that because mm-hmm. the Switch is pretty yeah. freaking rad. And I, I love. <laughs> and there's room for innovation in there, right? Like the the, the inherent. Um, the inherent setup of the removable controllers means they can pack more wacky tech into the Joy-Con 2s if they want. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. That's L- what like, I was going to say. Like, I love a hot Nintendo shake-up as much as anybody else. I was, <laughs> I was in line for the Wii. I thought the Wii U was a great idea, sort of. I love the two screens. I, I think the two screens is a great thing for video games, and I'm kind of sad we probably won't see that again for another long yeah. time, maybe ever. But I, I'm always down for for Nintendo to do whatever the hell they want to do to shake things up. I just think that they can do it within the realm of a hybrid machine. And yeah. the, the the Switch already, in my opinion, has shown that like they're willing to like play fast and loose with what that means. It's, 
you they they release all these different types of controllers for it. I mean, the work. ring con. The it, ring con is weird. Isn't that proof enough that there's still room to yeah. do weird ass shit? I mean, Labo was that. Labo yeah. wasn't a success, mind you, but but Labo does show that. Oh, even within this framework of a hybrid that plays like a traditional system, they can do a lot of weird shit with it. Yes. Uh, a lot of innovative yeah. stuff with it that's true to that spirit of Nintendo. Yes. Right? I mean, Labo Labo made use of the IR camera, which was like, why did they put that on there? Skyward Sword controls better on the Switch with motion than it did on the Wii. Yeah, mm-hmm. agree. Like, so does Galaxy. And, and so, like, you know, th- this is Nintendo's hardware in its ultimate form factor. And so uh, I, I think we all agree we just want that to continue. Right, yeah. and I think, and and I would say all of this that we've talked about today is an encouraging sign that that will continue. Yeah. Well, I also think it would be borderline market suicide to like drop out of the handheld market because that's always oh, kind yeah. of been Nintendo's bread. Well, not always. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not been always. Nintendo. It, it, they no, can't I go think, back. I, I, to I will say always. It has place. always been Nintendo's bread and butter. As, okay, since the Game Boy came out. It, it, Since the Game & Watch. In a lot of situations, it's been the only thing keeping them truly afloat, <laughs> is yeah. what I would yeah. say. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, the, the Wii game, U... The yeah. GameCube and the Wii U times were hard-carried by their handheld Correct. parts. Correct. And the N64 correct. to an extent, too. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't see a world where they, they abandon the handheld market. I mean, but I, I, also, them, uh, I, don't, I don't see them abandoning the hybrid concept either, right? Well, that's, because, well, that's what I was going to say next, is I also don't see them ever wanting to split again. No, you can't. No, I, yeah. I don't think you... You can't get devs on board again for that. No. Uh, so I, they, that's, Those times are over. I feel like they... Whenever they... They pulled the trigger on the Switch because they needed to in 2017, because it was like kind of a do-or-die situation there, you know? Like, they obviously weren't going to go away forever or anything, but the Wii U was dire. Uh, but it's like, once you pull that, you don't put that toothpaste back in the tube, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. you've got this hybrid <laughs> console, that's what people want. There's the, a demand for this, like, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like, not, not to mention internally, they've kind of restructured their teams to kind of be all mixed up and, and together. So you have those previous, you know, handheld-only teams you know, now working on 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 stuff alongside the guys who worked on traditional console and the games, stuff. Like, internally, they've kind of set themselves for and it. And the games that historically did really well on handheld do just fine. <laughs> if not better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not better. better than yeah. ever. And yeah. sounds like a goddamn $60 a pop, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, right, so, yeah. true. It, it, Man, <laughs> the, the, wait, is Brain Age a $60 game? No, no, Brain, Brain Age is, yeah. is a $30 release. Um, yeah, how, and only in... I'm eight, sorry, uh, not, not Brain Age, uh, Big Brain Academy. Uh, but yeah, Big Brain, yeah, Big Brain is a $30 release. That, that was 30 30, yeah. And WarioWare was 50 50 and okay. Game Builder was 30 Yeah, 30, 30. So, okay. but, but So there's room for other... But, but, you know, but, you know Pokemon... Mm-hmm. Previously had never been more than forty dollars. Now it's selling at fucking sixty dollars and it's selling better than ever. And right? Animal so, Crossing was uh, historically yeah. <laughs> bigger on handhelds, which was like thirty, forty bucks. Yeah, now it's a full price. It, game. I mean, plus so, so DLC. Tie, uh, I mean, yeah. So, so to, to tie it all back together, like the theme of this podcast, right? Like sales, right? Um, I mean, I do think like the hybrid platform, right, is has just been, and the Switch in particular has just been this perfect element of like. Their hardware is selling like their handhelds do, maybe even better, right? Their software is selling at at at, at premium console level prices, right? 
and it's selling better than ever. And they're able to take advantage both of the idea of, oh, playing on the go, but also leveraging stuff you could really only do in home console with, uh, like, local multiplayer, right? It, 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 yeah. it, it's just been this thing of, like, this perfect situation for Nintendo, and they have seen sense that, I mean, they're more successful right now than they were in the Wii DS era, when they had two systems that were on top of the world, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, yeah. Two, two amazing selling systems. So, and, and so, yeah, N- N- Nintendo's really at their peak right now, and I really hope mm-hmm. to see that continue. I hope they don't rest on their laurels much. I hope they continue to, yeah. you know, give so, us good innovate yeah. with things <laughs> like Breath of the Wild and Arceus. Yeah. So Arceus um, is yeah. going to join that 10 million club. Oh, yeah. Do you, oh, in like yeah. five days. Do you think Kirby will? Okay, I don't think Kirby mm. will, but he yeah. does. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Don't, uh, hurt, don't hurt me like this. I do think 3D Kirby will sell. I think it'll be the best on Kirby. Darn well. I'm willing to put my stamp on it. It will become the best on Kirby. Well, game what's, what's that? What is that ceiling? Like 5 million something. Oh, okay, so what you're telling me is 3D Kirby 2 in 2027 will... Be, we'll be the million, 10 million yes. club. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so, thank you for listening to this podcast, though. Well, we went pretty long, but I had a good time. I think we had a good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Four people. Yeah. I talk a lot. That I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we have fun you... here. Yeah, we have fun <laughs> here. Thirdly, if you made to the end, uh, you uh, clearly enjoy listening to some to some extent, right? Um. So <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, you can find us every week on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, basically anywhere you can find a goddamn podcast. We are there. Yeah. We're also and on now, YouTube. Oh. Now Stitcher. Stitcher as well now. Oh, we just added Stitcher. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, we have a Discord. Uh, I think it's literally discord.gg slash Nintendo Pipeline, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I recently asked for an invite, and I was like, "Oh, look at look at our fancy uh, URL." Yeah. <laughs> you, you can also find the the link on uh, NintendoPipeline.wordpress.com as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, you can find uh, Jared, Clay, and James pretty much every week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything I missed with plugs? No, I think that's no, pretty you did much a great it. Job. Oh, yeah, thanks. thank you yeah, so thanks, much. Thanks for hosting and guesting and Absolutely. having all the responsibility mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, thanks for the, the just the <laughs> unbelievable well of knowledge you have about yeah. video Th- game Thank makers. you for your number number knowledge. Uh, because I, I, I don't, I, that sound might sound sarcastic, but I actually do find it fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad that somebody is like capable of keeping all that in. Yeah. Yep, and we didn't even talk about my bad cereal habits this week. So that's, look at that. That's, that's good. <laughs> we need we need new hot takes every week. Yeah, yeah. I gotta comb Clay's Twitter for the problematic tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one. Yeah. Right, well, thank you for listening, everyone, and yeah. we'll see you next week. Bye bye.